Welcome back to another episode of That Football Stats Podcast. In this one, we're going to take a look at the Champions League group stages, who's been knocked out, who's fallen into the Europa League. We're also going to have a quick talk about Calvin Phillips and also debuting in this episode is a new segment called Sensible Bet Builders. Hope you enjoy that one. There's also an interesting story about chocolate at Christmas and how one fan has taken it too far, potentially. Stay tuned for that and much more. The champion. The Champions League. Uh, that was me doing the Champions League sound. If you, you know, thought that a cat had died or something, we are now into the knockout stages. It will resume in the new year. I'm going to read out to you pot one and pot two. So pot one, obviously drawn against pot two for the knockout rounds. I don't believe you can get somebody from the same country yet. So with that in mind, uh, pot one: Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, Arsenal, Man City, Real Madrid. Real Sociedad, well done to them. Atletico Madrid, Griezmann, wow. Um, He is playing at some level at the moment. And in pot two, this is already interesting, PSG, Inter Milan, Lazio, Napoli, not doing the business in Serie A this season. Can they throw a spanner in the works? Can they make something of the Champions League this season? Porto, fantastic goal scorers. Leipzig, Copenhagen, the story of the Champions League so far for me this season. And PSV, just go and look at the Eredivisie table, absolutely smashing it. Won 15 out of 15, I believe. Scoring for fun and now into the knockout rounds of the Champions League proper. Well done to them. And of course, Newcastle going out, not even making it to the Europa League, given that they uh, lost to AC Milan. AC Milan will go into the Europa League. And uh, on that note, let's take a look at all of the teams that are dropping into the Europa League. So these are the teams heading into the Europa League. Then Galatasaray uh, said on the the preview for the whole competition when the the groups were drawn that that is one of the toughest away games. Nobody will want to go there. Um, Lens had that very good uh, victory over Arsenal, didn't they? Started the season well. Braga and Benfica, a couple of uh, Portuguese teams there. Feyenoord also doing well in the Eredivisie, also uh, very good at scoring goals. AC Milan, they are probably my favourites, my early favourites for the competition. Liverpool are in the Europa League as well, of course. Young Boys, uh, actually one of the top goal-scoring teams across the last 365 days out of all Champions League teams. And Shakhtar Donetsk making up that group of teams that have dropped into the Europa League. Who is your favourite for the Champions League and who is your favourite for the Europa League now? City with another 3-2 victory and uh, Calvin Phillips got a goal, his first goal for the club and it looked like he was waving and saluting and uh, waving goodbye to those Man City fans. With the Euros coming up, he has to make a move in January to to get first-team football. Pep Guardiola recently coming out and basically saying, look, he's just never going to be a player for me. And I think if you can find a system that works for Calvin Phillips, I mean, I I really do like him for England alongside Declan Rice. I think it just it's just a nice balance. I think maybe West Ham would be a good destination for him if they could get Ward Prowse, Alvarez, and, and Phillips into a midfield. They've got an exciting team there. But I think there could be teams higher up uh, the table. I mean, Benton Kerr is out at, at Tottenham. I'm not saying Calvin Phillips can replace him in terms of his creativity. No way. But I think he would be a good addition in there. I think he's certainly an improvement on Hoiberg in terms of what Ange Postacoglu wants anyway. So let me know if you're watching the video version of this podcast. 
comment. Who do you think should sign Phillips and why? And will City go out and replace him or do they have players like Rico Lewis that are more ready-made for that Pep system? Welcome then to a new section of the the podcast, of the YouTube uh, and and whatnot. This is something I'm calling Sensible Bet Builders. And uh, we will do this on the Premier League this weekend. And Sensible Bet Builders, I will go through the new Bet Builder Plus section on, I almost said odd alerts there, on Bet365, um, where it shows you all of the games. It's to make you do a big accumulator and, you know, go through all the games and pick all the things. Um, That's, you know, what it leads to. And it's kind of what we'll do in this, but we will treat it as a bit of fun, as a way to do some research on the games. And we'll see if we can get it to win rather than get it to be a thousand to one. So the first game that we see is actually on Friday. Now, that is a good thing that I saw that because um, I've got a last man standing group to do. And I've also got my fantasy team to do after forgetting to do it. And Friday night games are usually why I forget to do it. And this one is Forest Spurs. So I will give my initial thoughts and then we will go into the bet builder and and make some selections. And um, yeah, I'll just look at some some data points as well and talk you through it. So a great win for Spurs last time out. They are fifth in the table. Uh, They went five without a, a victory. For Nottingham Forest, it is now just that as well. Five games without a victory. They did draw the previous game away at Wolves, but before that it was that 5-0 victory, uh, sorry, 5-0 defeat away at Fulham, really, really tough for Steve Cooper at the minute. But one thing Forrest have been able to rely on over the last 12 months is that home form. They've scored in all but one game, so they failed to score against Everton, who are, I think, three clean sheets in a row now, so um, no shame, potentially, in not being able to score against that Everton side. And for Spurs, if we look at their away form, they've lost just once away from home. That is very good going they of course there was three home defeats in a row wasn't there but these injuries and suspensions for Spurs and now that the players are coming back it only takes one or two players I feel to to change the fortunes Romero being out was a massive one he's back now and more importantly they're able to field Saar and Basuma in the middle together I think that is vital Um, I I don't see how Spurs don't score in this game and the same goes for Forrest I think BTTS could land here Spurs with with Porro and uh, Udogi who's just signed a new deal by the way they love to get forward they absolutely love it and they're going to leave space and for Forrest if Alanga's fit I think there'll be plenty of space for him to run into and uh, cause some some chaos and that is what Spurs games have been mostly this season BTTS has landed in the last seven games for Spurs and it kind of makes sense with the approach that Angie's taking that, you know, we're just going to keep playing our game and we'll just try and score more goals than you. I think that is how every football manager should approach games. It makes for a quite entertaining spectacle. So if we go back to the Bet Builder Plus thingy majig. So if you're just listening to the podcast, um, if you're watching the video, you'll be able to see that I'm just looking at through the Bet Builder Plus options and realising that it is a very simplified um, version of what's available. There's no BTTS outright. You have to sort of go into goals and then add that Forest will get over zero and that Tottenham will get over zero. Um, so it's 1.66 for BTTS. I guess if this is going to be something we're stretching across multiple games, then 1.66 is, is absolutely fine. And I think that's something, again, that people, the trap that people fall into is they just they just want high odds. It's just, um, it's literally just like rule number one of betting. Just keep it simple, keep it disciplined. 
if you overextend, if you chase the massive, massive odds, you're just playing into the bookmaker's hands. So let's take a look at some of the fixtures being played and I will just uh, dip into some of the, the stats and the data and pull out anything interesting and get back to you. We've got Man City hosting Crystal Palace. Unlikely we'll see a surprise there. And if it is a big defeat, and City rested players, didn't they? So Palace might be fearful for that. Sheffield United away at Chelsea. That one does seem interesting, as does Arsenal-Brighton. Brighton looking for 17 out of 17. Villa away at Brentford is an interesting one. Villa not or oh, not not terrible away from home, of course, but their home form is so much better than their away form. And Brentford are in a tricky spell. I think this one could be interesting. So we'll take a look at Brentford Villa and then we will end with Liverpool United and we'll see uh, what options we have on this Bet Builder Plus for that game. I did notice before there isn't player shots, there isn't player tackles, there isn't playing passes. So they want you to, they're trying to guide you into certain markets. Um, and that's always something to note just be mindful about like what is the differences between these things because it's it's essentially just markets packaged up in a different way um boosts and bet builder plus and whatever all these markets are available if you go into the actual game on bet365 so just ask yourself why is it that they package it in this way why is it that they make it easy to flick through multiple games from the same league it's because they want to send you down a path of just quickly adding simple markets that make the odds bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so try and resist that and uh, i'm sure you will have more success so as i mentioned brentford aston villa and uh, when you're looking at the home form and the away form they've both won 38 percent of games now to me that says that brentford need to improve their home form and that aston villa need to improve their away form but i think for brentford it's just a case of the need to improve their form. Four defeats in the last five games. And I, I spoke about Brentford not having that system for control at the minute. In games where they're expected to have a lot of the ball, I'm not sure how they'll play this one, Brentford. I'm really not sure. Maybe they'll approach this in the same way they would if they were playing Liverpool or something like that. Because they do have different systems. But I just think that system that they play against the you know smaller teams, no disrespect, but the teams where they're expected to have a lot of the ball, like that Sheffield United game last week where they lost 1-0. And for Aston Villa now, just one defeat since the start of September. That was away at Liverpool. Um, in fact, every defeat for them has come away from home. Newcastle United 5-1 on the opening weekend. That was a strange result. If you watch that game, Villa did actually play very well. I know that sounds crazy given the scoreline, but Newcastle do have those days where everything goes in. They've got very, very clinical players. They've scored in all but two of their away games. And if we look at the goals, let's go overall form for, for both of these teams. And we'll look at the last 10 games. Aston Villa scoring 2.3 goals per game. Brentford conceding 1.3. There has been no nil-nils during that period. Aston Villa have scored in nine of those 10 games. BTTS has landed in 70% of those games. BTTS or over 2.5 goals has landed in 70% of those games as well for both teams and maybe Brentford should be scoring a few more goals the xg per game at home is 2.18 they've scored 1.88 goals Aston Villa 1.56 xg per game so it's not great but they're still underperforming they've scored 1.25 goals just 10 goals away from home so they will be hoping to improve on that and they're not alone in this kind of dilemma almost you get Newcastle as well Newcastle's away form has been dreadful this season but when they play at home in that stadium and it's the same with uh, Villa Park and Aston Villa 
there is just something about it. It is a fantastic place to go and watch football. And uh, the home fans, they are a 12th man. So we'll take a look at the probability model for this one as well. Maybe it can help us in our bid to create this uh, bit builder plus. So over 1.5 goals, 79%. Under 4.5 goals, also 79%. So given the away form, given the current form of Brentford, let's take a look at some of the lines that are available for this one. Now, something else I've just noticed with this Bet Builder Plus, which is interesting, and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to note it and, and let you know my thoughts because I just find it interesting being a designer and somebody that builds technology as well. You can't do double chance here. You can't do draw no bet. Why? Because that's less risk. I want, I want less risk in this. This is supposed to be a sensible Bet Builder. And a sensible Bet Builder, I would maybe have Aston Villa draw no bet or double chance because I think this game could very well end in a draw. But it's interesting to note that they don't allow that on this um, Bet Builder Plus. And the reason is obvious, as I've just said, you know, they want you to take more risk. I would also like to explore the shop markets um, for a certain John McGinn, but I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. Card markets could be one to go for here. So let's take a look at the data for cards. Could be a busy old midfield in there. Quite a high average, I would say, as well for first half cards in terms of Aston Villa. Over two first half cards on average. That is quite high. Uh, most referees like to keep their cards in their pockets. And it's actually 2.38 um, when they play away from home. Let's take a look at the referee. So it is David Coote. And we'll take a look at their Premier League record from this season. So five appearances, 18 yellow cards, one red card. In terms of the first half, he averages 1.2. He's produced a first-half card in 80% of the games. Something that stands out a little bit here is um, Brentford have conceded after the 70th minute in 63% of home games and after the 80th minute in half of all games. There's also been a goal after 70 minutes in 63% of all their games. Aston Villa have had quite a few goals in the first 15 minutes away from home as well. So I'm going to have Aston Villa to score in the second half. And the next episode of um, you know Sensible Bet Builders or whatever I call this series will be using the normal bet builder because I think that's that's something that you know this is how you learn. I've learned this I've I've used this for the first time on this video this bet builder plus thing. And it's just clear that it's just trying to it's just trying to push you down a certain path by not offering you the markets that you actually want right there's no half with most goals there's there's no player stuff there's no draw no bet so over zero goals for Villa in the second half that brings the slip up to 2.55 I'm just thinking if there's something else we could possibly add to this the first half card stats were pretty good but the the odds are quite poor what not 1.25 I think for for a card to be dished out in the first half which you know sometimes it's, it's not always a given really the next game we will do is Liverpool Man United and to be honest to be honest I think I'm going to do this one based on my own feelings and knowledge of these teams let's have a look at the shot on target markets first Nunez 1.25 Salah 1.33 Trent 2.5 gotta say that is um quite enticing to be honest in the form that he's in he takes free kicks he's getting in and around the area there's a lot of space in that uh, Manchester United midfield and um, 
they're going to be without quite a few players. I think there will be a lot of space for him to have a shot. Onana's been slippy to say the least, so why wouldn't you be having shots in this game? 2.5 is uh, pretty good, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for that straight up. I said this one was on gut feeling and, uh, you know, potential bias, but... You've got to accept that that's that's what it is there. Um, I just think this this can only go one way. I'm not going to add anything else to this. I think 6.38, as you can see there, is, is quite good. But yeah, just overall thoughts on the Bet Builder Plus, as this is the first time I've used it. I think they should offer more markets. But again, I understand why they're not there. That's not the reason this tool was built. This tool was built to make Bet365 more money. So just understand that when you're using it. And um, yeah. This is, this is the bet builder we have. Let's just uh, confirm it. So it's Liverpool, Man United, Trent to have a shot on target, 2.5. That's that's incredible. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. I'm sure he's not going to play tonight, Thursday, as I record this. Over 0.5 goals for Aston Villa in the second half against Brentford. We saw that they've conceded a lot of uh, late goals. So there's been a lot of late goals at home for them this season. And uh, Forrest... Over zero goals for Nottingham Forest, over zero goals for Tottenham. So BTTS, as it's usually called, but isn't allowed um, quickly on the Bet Builder Plus. So I hope you've enjoyed this segment. This is a, a nice story, this one. Micah Hamilton, a goal on his senior debut in the Champions League under Pep Guardiola. Uh, also won the penalty, didn't he, as well? So a good debut from him. And another product off the City conveyor belt. Um, they don't all end up playing for City, mind you. Some of them, in fact, probably most of them, uh, do get sold. Um, but it's... Uh, sustainable it's a good model right now because the players that they are producing teams trust that academy enough to splash 15 20 million on these players without seeing them play a professional game you know James Trafford at Burnley incredible performance from him the other week he's been great in the England teams as well Southampton took a few of them didn't he Lavia who then sold for big money they'll get a cut from that as well so it's an interesting system and one that City are uh, really excelling in at the moment did you ever get a box of celebrations and think, why is it all Snickers? Why is there so many Milky Ways in here? Where are all the Maltesers? Well, Charlie Murphy, football fan, has uh, got proof now. He has bought, uh, I think he buys about 15 to 20 boxes of, of, of each of these so that he can distribute them fairly and then work out the average. So you can see here in his data set, there is an average of 11.1 Snickers per game, per box, sorry. Milky Ways, average of 11, and Maltesers, the best in my opinion, an average of 6.8. So, you know, the data doesn't lie. Mars Bar, 10.875. Fair play, Mars Bars are pretty good. Bounty, an average of 7.25. So, Bounty with a higher average than Maltesers. That is criminal. Let me know what you think in the comments. Graham Potter potentially being ushered in for Manchester United. Uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe has met with Potter. Now, this comes from Neil Custis, who actually did say Qatar would take over in October at Manchester United. So I would take this one with a pinch of salt. But a wider point that I've noticed is that some journalists will just say anything about Manchester United because it gets clicks, it gets views, it's, it's Manchester United. But I think unless you're that top-tier journalist now, the rest of them, they just seem to be creating drama, creating news in some cases. 
So I think we'll wrap it there. That was a pretty good episode, I think. Let me know what you think. Leave a review if you would be so kind um, on your podcast player. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube or you want to watch on YouTube, you can type in Odd Alerts there and you'll find the Sensible Bet Builders video where you can actually watch me going through all the, the data and putting the selection together. And if you want to leave a comment on the YouTube video, that would be great. I'm going to pick a random subscriber from YouTube to win Odd Alerts Pro. Uh, so if you want to be entered into that, all you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, thank you for listening and I will see you and hear you. You'll hear me in the next one.